the hell is your name? Names, contacts, inventory lists. You have a, a wife, girlfriend? It's up to you how this goes. Because you know what I'm gonna do next? I'm gonna find her. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I'm gonna make her bleed and cry and call out your name. And you're not gonna be able to do shit. You know why? What is it, Rabbit's Foot? Because you're gonna be this close to dead. And who is the buyer? And then I'm gonna kill you right in front of her. Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast. And this is another special edition. But before I go any further, it's the news. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, anchor time. And you know what that means, especially with the last few. Uh, not uh, 12 random days. I still got two more episodes that I'm putting out, so... The month ain't over yet. But um, this is another list that I found. List. Um, this is from Collider.com. The best spy movies of the 21st century so far. Did we already do this one? We did heists. I don't think we did spy. Yeah, I don't. Hold on. Let me see what we've done. Mm, best heist. Sci-fi movies. Yeah. Uh, top 10 action films. Well, from that website. Yeah, and that was it. Okay, we didn't do this one. But uh, shout out to everyone that's listened to everything we've put out on Anchor so far. But anyway. All right. Shout out. This, the the best spy movies of the 21st century so far. It's been it's been a pretty great century for spy films so far. Um, I don't know really. I mean, I guess once we go down this list, I'm sure I'll remember them. But there's a picture of uh, James Bond, so those those have been pretty good. But all right, uh, we're gonna start off with one of the the Zisu's favorite, the Bourne trilogy. Ah, yes. What are all those? I don't, I don't know. All I know is the uh, Bourne Identity. Started with the Bourne Identity, and then the uh, uh, Bourne Ultimatum, and the Bourne Supremacy, and then uh, they did Legacy with uh, Renner, and then uh, he came back one more time for Jason Bourne. So, uh, yeah, uh, personally, huge fan of this series. Um, if I had to pick one, yeah, it would be the original. It's tough to beat the original, but uh, the second and the third really do come together and make a piece. It really does work well as a, as a trilogy of films. So, yeah, and as far as, like, the spycraft at work, like, yeah, top-notch. And, I mean, just the idea in general is great, you know, kind of a, a go-to trope of, uh, you know, uh, spy, uh, kind of 
forgets who he is and has to kind of figure it out. And that's really what the whole first movie is, uh, is based on. Like, uh, this guy really doesn't know what he was doing, what his life is at all. So, uh, he has to figure it out. And then, you know, it kind of builds from there and then it becomes a complete story in the third one. The fourth one with Renner is actually really cool too. And, um, Definitely uh, was a little underrated. Um, very cool. Uh, very good idea. What's interesting in that one, just from an actor standpoint, is they wanted to ca- cast Oscar Isaac for it, but he wasn't a big name yet at the time. So he's in it, but he it's, uh, it's just uh, a scene or two, uh, pretty short. But uh, yeah, Renner is great in it and i wish it would have done a little better because i would have loved to see that story continue we thought forever that we were going to get a crossover with uh, renner and uh, damon but uh hasn't happened yet at least it's not impossible that it could happen but it hasn't happened yet <clears throat> yeah i love the series though i don't remember any of it the only thing i remember out of this was uh from the first one when he woke up on that boat right. that's all I remember, I uh, remember that one chick was in it from Run Lola Run. Um, can't even remember her name, but I'd have to rewatch these because I don't. I I think I only seen the first two. I didn't. I didn't even see. I know I didn't see the last one or the Jason Bourne one, and I didn't see um. What was the one? one? Yeah, what was that one? Ultimatum. Legacy. Legacy. Yeah, I didn't see that one's Legacy. That one. Legacy's really good. And then, yeah, Ultimatum was the third part of the original Bourne trilogy. But um, that's the one that uh, you might see on some lists. The best action fights of all time. It's often, I, I know it's often on lists. In the top five, sometimes the top three, there's a fight in Ultimatum that takes place in Morocco. And the interesting part is the guy he fights is actually like a real Hollywood stuntman. So the way they go for it, you probably have seen the image. I know they used it in like theaters to like just promote the movies of uh, him jumping from a rooftop into like a second story window from like the roof down into a second story window. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. but Nope. I don't remember any of it. Yeah, uh, I, I get, hi, yeah, I highly <laughs> recommend checking out uh, the Bourne series. <laughs> uh, are those all on HBO Max or one of these streaming? I'm pretty things? sure they're all on HBO. I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, Identity. Yep, HBO Max. All of them. Uh, every. It looks like everything except for Jason Bourne, which is actually my least favorite entry in the series. But yeah, the. Uh, Identity, uh, Supremacy, Ultimatum, and Legacy are all on there. Yeah. Yeah, wow, man. What a great series. Yeah. You made me want to put it on right now. I don't even (laughs) remember. I might have to sit down and watch. Maybe we'll do a rewind to the first one because I... Yeah, please do. I don't remember any of (laughs) of it. Yeah. You don't know, like, even in general, like, the stuff, like, that goes down in two and stuff like that? If I saw it... If I saw it, maybe I'll remember. But off the top okay. of my head, dude, I it all blend together. Okay, okay. <clears throat> but all right, moving on. 
did I miss something? Oh, I don't hate when they do this. All right, let me see. I guess this is the next one. Uh, they're not numbered. Uh, burn after reading. Have you seen that? Okay. I have. Uh, thought it was good. No, I didn't love it nearly as much as uh, my mom's did. She's a huge fan of that film. I thought it was uh, good, not great in my opinion. Is this with uh, Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt, uh, Clooney. It's got a hell of people in it. I think Tilda Swinton's in it. Uh, the name doesn't uh, come out at me. I'm trying to look up on IMDb. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, no. it's uh, Yeah, it's Tilda Swinton. It's Clooney, Francis McDormand, John Malkovich, Tilda Swinton, Brad Pitt. Uh, oh, okay. J.K. Simmons. I did not see this, but I remember seeing the poster of the theater. Yeah. So you didn't like it? It's, it's like I said, it's good. It's not great. Like I thought, oh yeah, it's cool. And don't get me wrong. Don't take this as, oh, he likes everything. Like it must be bad. It's just, no, it's good. It's a solid film. It's just, it's not like, like to me, the Bourne series is incredible. And this is just like, okay. <laughs> oh, what? Well, it's got the cast, so I'll, right. I'll have to search it's it out. It's worth seeing just <clears throat> the cast, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'll have to search this one out. Um, a disc containing mysterious information from a CIA agent ends up in the hands of two unscrupulists or however sculpted, whatever. Uh, and draft gym employees who attempt to sell it. Yeah, yeah it's like I, a comedy too. It's a uh, it's a uh, Cohen. It's like Cohen Brothers comedy. Like if you if you like like Cohen Brothers comedy. Oh know. well, I didn't see. I'll have to check it out because I didn't even know. Yeah, uh, they were like Cohen Brother and um, uh, Fargo. Francis McDermott, like in all their movies. I mean, my yep. favorite movie of theirs is um, <sighs> Raising Arizona. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> they had good. That. And, yep. um, oh, oh. Lebowski. Uh, they did Lebowski, didn't they? Yeah, Lebowski. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lebowski's way up there. Um, yeah. Before I forget, even though I probably wouldn't, I just want to say uh, to tease our upcoming FET talk, I've seen people uh, describe uh, FET's escape to that of uh, raising Arizona, John Goodman. Pretty much, but ah! <laughs> uh, we'll get into when we get into that. One. Yeah, uh, we'll I wasn't impressed, <laughs> but anyway. Um, moving on, <laughs> we we talked about this one. I don't know one of these lists, but Argo. Oh, uh, yeah. based on the true story, uh, the 2013 Best Picture. Oh, that's right, it won. Uh, winner follows the, the rescue of six U.S. embassy employees loose in the streets of Iran during the 1972 uprising of the Tehran revolutionists, led by Ben Affleck CIA agent Tony Mendez. Uh, Affleck, who also directed the picture, plays uh, his spy as quietly, efficiently, and confident, but with the lived-in quality that he hints at the hand-earned knowledge that everything can go wrong in a hair turn. This movie was awesome elegant oh my god hey um 
when I seen this, I saw it uh, in the theater. It was a private screening. Uh, private. When I say private, when we say private screening, it's mean when nobody, nobody else came. Us. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like the the studio like, gave us our own private screening, but um, may as well as <laughs> I think I just I, I just you know what, it's Ben Affleck. Let me go see this. People are saying it's good. I didn't I didn't know anything about it. Right. So I was on the edge of my seat the yep, whole yep. time, especially at the end. I was like, oh, my God, I just couldn't believe it on how good this movie was. It was amazing. And I'm glad it won Best Picture. I think it won Best Picture, but, man, this movie was awesome. uh, John Goodman, he, him and Alan Arkin are awesome in it, too. They're, like, kind of the comic relief, and they're awesome in it. It's funny, like, Alan Arkin's best things feel like it's when it's him just messing around and just being himself and it kind of feels like that's what he's doing here <laughs> yeah this had a bunch of people in it uh, ben affleck brian cranston alan arkin john goodman victor gerber tate donovan uh Sela duvall um where was that other guys titus williver i think that's oh yeah name. bob gutton uh, richard kind and kyle chandler and there, this this movie was, yeah, I, I I couldn't believe it. I know I bought it. I have it here somewhere in in the movies, but I have not seen this movie in a while. And but I remember just when the movie was over, walking out of the theater, like damn, that movie was hella good, hella so, good. Yeah, and like I said, I love every minute that uh, John Goodman and Alan Arkin are on the screen. They play the uh, Hollywood executives that help. Um, Ben Affleck make the fake movie and that he's supposed to be going over to uh, under the guise of making this movie to get people out. Um, so good. And like you said, Cranston's in it. Um, and uh, I just think of the time in the end where they're like having trouble, like approving the airline flight. And he's like freaking out, do your job. And it's hella good. Yeah. Oh, so good. That- that ending, uh, is, oh, I, I don't want to ruin it for those of you that haven't seen it. Or sorry, if you don't know, sorry. If you, don't, if you don't know the story. <laughs> but if you have Cinemax, uh, it's on there. HBO, it's on HBO too. All right. Yep. Uh, on to the next one. This one I didn't really care for. I, I thought who was in it was like, oh, cool, it's going to be good. But it was directed by Tony Scott. And this is Spy Game. Uh, retiring CIA agent Nathan Muir recalls his retraining, his training. <laughs> of Tom Bishop while working against agency politics to free him from his Chinese captors. Um, Robert, du- uh, Robert Redford, Brad Pitt, a um, bunch of other people. All right. Uh, Robert Redford, man, he, he's been around the block more than once uh, and having him team up with Brad Pitt. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm in. So I went and Tony Scott. Um, so I went and seen right. it. I was like, eh, it, it, it was okay. I mean, it didn't, it, it didn't knock my socks off or anything. Maybe I need to rewatch it because I saw it the one time when it came out, and that was in two thousand one. So, yeah, it's funny I, you say that because I'm pretty much in the same boat there with you, except for as much as I'm into like spy movies and stuff. This one, whenever it like catches my eye on streaming every couple of years. I'll like, oh, I need to try it again. I need to try it again. And I got to say, every time I have it on, it, it's just like you said, it kind of underwhelms me. 
And I'm like, damn, like I want to like this. And it's still just like every time I've tried it, it's been like, eh, you know? Yeah. Uh, his last movie was Unstoppable. Because uh, he had Tony Scott. He passed in uh, 2012. Yeah. I, geez, which, I did not know that. Which I don't know if you've seen that film, but that one's hella good too. Unstoppable. Was that the one with the train? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I'm trying to run it down his uh, list of movies. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I don't know if you saw. I know you keep up with the rewatchables pod, but a couple years ago they had Tarantino on in honor of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood coming out. Yeah, and they let him pick three movies, and one of them was Unstoppable. He picked as as one of his favorite three like all time movies. <laughs> uh, I think my two favorite movies are Tony Scott, uh, Last Boy Scout, and True Romance. Um, oh yeah. I thought those were both really good. I've seen a lot of these films. Oh, Top Gun. <laughs> Trash. Uh, oh, he did Beverly Hills Cop too. I just rewatched that not too long ago. Hmm, I totally forgot. Now that I'm thinking about it, it feels like a Tony Scott film. All right, right on. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Spy Game. Maybe I need to rewatch it because I was kind of like, eh. Yep. Uh, when I was watching it, so I wanted uh, to love it. Yeah, I did too. Uh, I'm a Robert Redford fan, so I was kind of like, oh, I was on board. But yeah, yeah it, it was. It was what it was. <laughs> All right. Uh, on to the next one. Uh, this one came out in 2018, and I went and seen it. I have the uh, the Steelbook. I loved this movie. I thought it was awesome. This is a Jennifer Lawrence in Red Sparrow. Uh, ballerina Dominica. Igorova, I think that's his name, is recruited to Sparrow School, a Russian uh, intelligence service where she is forced to use her body as a weapon. Her first mission targeting the CIA agent threatens to unreveal the uh, security of both nations. Uh, directed by Francis Lawrence. Uh, I need to rewatch this again, but I saw, I think I, I saw it the, I saw it when it came out when it was brand new that first night, and then I I saw it again on something else. I can't want one of these streaming channels, but um, this movie was awesome. I mean, it stars uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Joel Egerton, uh, Charlotte Rampling. Uh, I love her and just, just about everything she's in. Uh, Mary Louise seen- Parker. What? Have you seen Swim- Swimming Pool? Yep. Hella good. Hella good. Hella good. Uh, Jeremy Irons, Jolie Richardson, and a bunch of other people that are in this but um from what i remember i it was there this one was kind of controversial because um there's some scenes of uh like it says in the synopsis she had to use her body um basically just giving herself to whoever just to do uh, their mission because there was a scene in the film when they were training they're like all right uh, take off your clothes and she was uh, what and th- that was pretty intense right there I mean just to what they what these gals were what they were training them to do to basically you got to do what you have to do to finish the mission so I really like this film I thought it was awesome yeah did you see this one in the theater 
I didn't see it in the theater. I actually didn't even see it. It came out in 2018. I didn't see it till 2019. I think until it was streaming probably on uh, HBO. I see it's only streaming on uh, FX now, uh, according to IMDb. But uh, yeah, I thought it was super solid. It reminded me totally of um, even before Black Widow got her movie. I knew of obviously her in the comics and whatnot, and it totally reminded me of that. It's the Red Room. It's the you know, a, a female trained assassins of Russian origin. So uh, total uh, Black Widow Red Room program. <laughs> yeah, everyone was gonna say, "Oh, this was this was black, basically Black Widow." That this is the movie they should have made, but sure. We got it. We got what we got. I I enjoy it. So yeah, same thing. What, what what can you do? But all right, moving on. We're gonna go to I don't know which one this one is. Kingman, the Golden Circle. Is this the first one? Uh, the first one is the Secret Service. The Golden Circle is the second one. All right. See. Love them. Uh, uh, Love them. There are. I only saw the first one, then I, I tapped out. I didn't even try to. You didn't even try do, the second one. No, because this. You got to see first, the. Uh, this the first one, the was, one has an awesome action scene set to uh, "Let's Go Crazy." I didn't like this first one. I mean, it was like whatever. I, I mean, love yeah. the first one. I can't I believe did. you don't like it. I didn't. I was like sitting in the theater, it. like. Uh, next, I mean, come oh, on, man. man. The I, new one's out already. Did you see it? Kingsman. Did you I see have the new it. One? I want to. The Kingsman. I feel like I need to see it to see if it could uh, steal a spot here at the end. Uh, Got my list ready, but I've been uh, uh, throwing films at the wall to see if any stick. Mine are locked in, so I don't. I don't I mean no matter. I've seen some movies that were awesome, but. Uh, all the movies that I have on there right now, they're they're in. So I, yeah, for the next full episode, I have a good amount of movies just because I uh, watched yeah, a bunch here. Well, here. just talk just talk about ones that are not on your list because we're gonna we're gonna do those. Right, right. But uh, the Kingman, this is this is the first one or the second one? Which one? The Golden Circle. Yeah, that's the second one. After the Kingman, Kingman's headquarters uh, are destroyed and the world is held hostage by an allied spy organization in the United States, is discovered these two elite secret organizations must band together to defeat the common, common enemy. Uh, is this the one when they teamed up with the Americans? Yeah. Okay, then this is the second one? Yes. Okay, then I, I saw this one because I remember dumbass... Uh, what's his face? Um, Mando's in it. Channing Tatum. Oh fuck, he's and, and Mando. I don't remember. All I remember is dumbass Channing Tatum. I hate him, but I remember him in it. <laughs> Stupid cowboy. Uh, I think I saw this. Somebody brought it to work, and they were they were ranting and raving like, "Oh, these movies are awesome!" And I was like, okay. "All right, whatever." I, I didn't I didn't oh, care for the okay. first one. I didn't care for this one either. And how many is there? Three or four? Three. There's. Uh, too modern, and then this recent one is a origin story. Yeah, all right. Well, well I'm not a fan. The, the Z series. of the 20th century. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I'm, I can I don't own any of them. So, what's uh, crazy? This uh, this one Kingsman that's in theaters right now. It's one of those 
long delayed. It was supposed to be in theaters right. I think I think it was supposed to come out March uh, 2020. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was supposed to come out the month everything shut down and it kept it got pushed back I think to September of that year and then December and then March and then May and July and finally here it is December it's finally out <laughs> I ain't hearing anything about it so I assume it's just as the same as the other two but well uh, I love it I don't know. what was the one with the one <laughs> when they had that big fight in the pub was that the end of the first one Yes. All right. Okay. I remember that. All right. Moving on to 2005. This is a film. It was up. I remember it was up for uh, Best Picture. I don't think it won. Unless I could be wrong. I I don't remember. But um, uh, this is directed by Steven Spielberg. And I kind of knew this story, but I didn't really know that much of it. But this is Munich. Uh, after the Black September uh, capture and massacre of Israel athletes in 1972 Olympics, five men were chosen to eliminate uh, the people responsible for the fatal that fatal day. Um, I saw I saw the movie once, and I just was like, uh, I mean, mainly because it was Steven Spielberg. So I do not remember much of this. I mean, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do a rewatch. I'm. It's on uh, one that you can rent it. Uh, I'm sure it's somewhere. But um, did you see this one? I did. Uh, I think uh, the Spielberg of it all is what initially drew me to it. Um, uh, It's Daniel Craig really before his uh, Bond spotlight. I don't. He might have played. He might. He might have done. was Casino Royale? No, Casino Royale was a year later, so he hadn't started playing uh, Bond yet when Munich came out. But yeah, Eric Bana and uh, Daniel Craig, the main people behind this. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm kind of with you again. Um, good, and obviously, I mean, it's based off a real events, so you know, obviously, it's a different layer to it there, you know, so kind of heavy uh obviously it's a bit of a revenge story <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll have to rewatch it um i didn't i don't really remember yeah. um much of it um i thought i had it um on what you call it um blue uh, not blue on dvd um, back in the earlier days, <laughs> there was a. I mean, there still is bootleggers are right there, but they basically just throw them on TV or on uh, on online. The I remember I was at a flea market or something, and this guy had a bunch of movies out on the table, and that was one of them. It was a screener, so <laughs> it was pretty clear. I think I still have. I don't know. I mean, a lot of my DVDs are just in boxes and. I was trying to get rid of them <clears throat> for uh, at yard sales, but um, got DVDs, got scripts. Yeah, DVDs, <clears throat> script, DVDs, <laughs> scripts. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. This is one I I didn't even care for the television show. 
television show was back in 19... It ran from 1964 to 1968. And uh, I I remember watching a few episodes. My dad liked it, but then when the movie came out in 2015, uh, directed by Guy Ritchie, and this is the man from Uncle, and uh, in the early 1960s, CIA agent Napoleon Solo and KGB operative Ilya whoever, I'm not even trying to pronounce that last name, participate in a joint mission against a mysterious criminal organization which is working to proliferate, I don't know, (laughs) nuclear weapons. uh, Come on, give me a break. I can't read. Um, Anyway, (laughs) but um, Superman's in it. Um, uh, What's her name? Elizabeth DeBecky, I think that's her name. Alicia Valander. The calendar. Who is she? That same sounds familiar. Tomb Raider. Yes. Okay. Her. The candor. Uh, Hugh Grant. I love Hugh Grant. Uh, Jared Harris. I like him in just about everything. The cast got me in the door, but the movie, to me, just it wasn't. If it was rated R, Guy Ritchie, I probably would have loved it. But this was PG thirteen. Uh, Guy Ritchie, and now was like, eh, eh, it was all right. What'd you think of this I'm, one? Yeah, I'm actually the opposite here. I uh, watched this with very low expectations, and I was very much impressed by it. Um, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would, so that kind of elevated it for me. Um, I'd always heard my mom talking about the og show but uh, i didn't really know anything about it but then to see this film like i actually thought um henry cavill army hammer the way they play off each other i thought it was i thought it was well done it had some good scenes um definitely uh pleasantly surprised by this one i i wanted rated r guy richie because the cast was there but i mean it just it, I like it. Do it. I, I did it, like it, it. It couldn't do it, so I don't know. Give me our version. Maybe I'll probably love that one more. But <laughs> um, all right, moving on. I did not see this one. I wanted to see it, but I, I never got around to seeing it. And this is uh, 2011's Thomas Alfredson's Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Uh-huh. Have you yes. seen this? It's got the, yes. the great uh, Gary Oldman in it. And that was the main reason I wanted to see it, but uh, yes. I did not see it. This is one um, you can't just have it on and be sorting clothes or vacuuming or anything like that. This is one you got to watch and you'll feel so rewarded watching it. It is like a lot of people do consider this the ultimate spy tale. And this is a great uh, telling of it, a great version of it. It really does live up to the hype. That being said, um, I actually did what I just advised not to do. And the first time I had it on, I really was halfway paying attention and it really, it really will mess you up. So this one, you got to be watching, watch for the details and yeah, enjoy because this one's really rewarding. <laughs> All right. Well, you sold it to me, so I'll have to seek that one out and uh, check yep, it out. HBO. All right. Um, sorry about the banging. I don't know what they're doing in the hallway. <laughs> hey! 
All right. Um, this is one. This to me, this was uh, one of the uh, San Francisco WonderCon panels that I went to. Uh, the main star wasn't there, but J.J. Abrams was there to talk about it. And this is J.J. Abrams' uh, 2006 Mission Impossible Three. Um, hey, knock it off! <laughs> uh, IMF agent Ethan Hunt comes to, into conflict with a dangerous and sadistic arms dealer who threatens his life and his fiance in response. Um, this one, I, I loved this one. It's not my favorite out of the series, but of course. Tom Cruise, Michelle Monaghan, um, Ving Rhames, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was uh, Owen Devion. He was the bad guy. Um, I think it was. I think this guy was Doctor Manhattan. Billy Crudup or whatever his name was. Uh, the beautiful Maggie Q, uh, Carrie Russell, Simon Pegg, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, who else is in this? A uh, bunch of other people. Um. Yeah, J.J. Abrams was there at WonderCon, and he was hyping this up. I think I still have my Mission Impossible 3 hat that they were handing out. But this, the scene that they showed us was the one when um, Ethan Hunt, they captured uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, and they were um, kind of questioning him. And he was just trying to get some information out of him. And uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was like, what's your name? Do you have a wife? Because if you do, I'm going to find her and I'm going to hurt her and this and that. And then Tom Cruise is just ah, screaming at him. And then he opens up the, 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 the pod bay doors or whatever. And the, the chair that uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is on is leaning out and they're flying in the air. Knows who knows how fast and then trying to scare him. And he just, uh, he does not care. He's not scared one bit. That was the scene they showed us. They showed us that scene, and then they showed us the scene on the bridge when those uh, those missiles oh, came. Yeah, and he gets thrown to the side into the car. Yeah, they, they showed us that scene. And uh, sitting there in the panel like, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome. The movie was awesome. Uh, Brian and I covered uh, all the Mission Impossible films um, up to this point, uh, however many there is now, and, and we did uh, cover this one. Um, I have not seen this movie in a long time. I think maybe last year is when I saw it. So I'm going to have to definitely rewatch it. Because this one, I mean, the way J.J. Abrams was there talking about it, he he sold it to me. Uh, like, like this, is, this is, I think this was the first one that he directed. Because, uh, what's his name? Did Brian De Palma did the first one. I want to say John Woo did the second. Yeah. And then, yeah, J.J. Abrams took over. And I think that's when he teamed up with Tom Cruise and, continued to, to produce uh, the well, rest of them. Well, he helped produce, but he never directed again. Brad Bird came in for uh, Ghost Protocol. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie did Rogue Nation. I think uh, he all wrote, uh, yeah, McQuarrie also did Fallout. And then the upcoming Seven is also Christopher McQuarrie. So um, after Four different directors. Macquarie has stepped in for the past four um, Mission Impossibles. But yeah, for me, um, like I mentioned recently, another pod where we did feature uh, Ghost Protocol, I did mention that's that's my favorite of the whole bunch. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I got love for uh, Mission Impossible 3. I think the thing that st- stands out to me about it is the way they do the start of it. 
where you get already almost like the teaser like thing of um for of uh the end of the movie the like um face off with uh tom cruise and philip seymour hoffman's character and then like it does the title sequence and then we go back and then it's like the story in order like i i i remember like that really like catching my attention like that really stood out to me when i first saw this like that really caught my attention i was like it really felt like what jj was trying to do there was almost definitely like a shout out to the og like tv series as almost like a, a teaser in there for like here's like where we're headed you know <laughs> um yeah I, I just need to check this one out again because um I'm thinking of a different Mission Impossible. Because they usually start out the movie with a big bang. I I don't remember how this one started. <laughs> oh, I think it was yeah, no, I think it was when they caught when they caught him, right? Yeah, it's okay. it's basically the end of the film. Yeah. They throw the end of the film in the beginning, and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman they're yelling at each other like daring like each other like he's gonna take out his wife basically <laughs> yeah that that scene was intense yeah but uh, all right yeah i'm gonna have to do uh re-watch that film but all right moving on this is a film that came out in 2007 and i never ever heard of this film uh it's directed by ang lee and this is called lust caution uh during oh. world war during world war ii era a young woman wang uh, I think as I say her name, gets swept up in a dangerous game of emotional intrigue with a with a powerful political figure, Mr. Yi. This stars Tony Leung. Yeah, him, uh, Tang Wei, Liam Wang, Joan Chin. Um, Tony Leung played Wen Wu. Tu Sung, someone. <laughs> Uh, I yeah, a lot of these names I cannot uh, pronounce, but um, I've never heard of this film. Have you? I haven't. Uh, but just looking at the user reviews, IMDb, uh, ten, lust, caution, seven, not a masterpiece, but it does leave an impression. A beautiful masterpiece. Ten, another lasting classic from Ang Lee. Ten, lust, caution, acting, becoming. Okay. Whatever. Uh, is he the one that directed Hulk? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, he also did. Uh, <laughs> he did, uh, he uh, Crouching, did Tiger. Crouching Tiger and yeah. Life of Pot. I didn't like that one. Um, <laughs> Hulk. Oh my god! I don't know what he was thinking. That movie was terrible. Brokeback Broke Mountain was good. I like that. Gemini uh, Man. Uh, yeah, that one was cool. Wedding uh, Sense and Sensibility. I did see that one. Um, did you see Billy I, Lynn? I did. Um, the Ice Storm I seen. Um, let me see. Oh, Gemini Man was the one with um, Bruce Willis. Not Bruce Willis. Um, Big Willie style. William Smith, right? I didn't, yeah. I didn't like that one. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. He did this one right after he did Brokeback Mountain. All right. See, I never <laughs> even heard of this film. I'm gonna have to uh, seek it out. Yeah. Lost in the Shuffle. 
2007. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I didn't, this is the first time of me ever hearing about it. So, yeah. uh, we'll have to check it out. So, all right. We can't get into the Mandarin. We can't get into a big conversation because I, we don't know. We never saw this one. Right. But, um, the next one, I saw this one. I know it was based on a true story, but I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I, I couldn't get into it. I love uh, George Clooney. He was the director, and I love Sam Rockwell. But this is Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Came out in 2002. Uh, an adaptation of the cult uh, mayor of game show impersonator Chuck Barris, uh, in which he probes to have been a CIA hitman. Um, what show was he? Was it Gong Show? Yeah, I think it was the, the Gong Show guy. Gong. Uh, Sam Rockwell, Drew Barrymore, George Clooney, uh, Academy Award winner Julia Roberts, uh, dumbass Michael Sarah, uh, Dick Clark. It was just old uh, footage. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal and a bunch of other people. I hate Michael Sarah. He just to me can't act. But um, I saw this movie once. It was one. Of, it was a rental. I remember Courtney was the one who told me to see it and uh. I thought the performances was good. Sam Rockwell's good in every performance he does. So I mean, it it was it was nothing against him, but I, to me, this movie was forgettable. So I don't know. Did, did you see this one? I did. Um, I thought it was interesting. I thought the most interesting part about it is the idea that this uh, game show host could be uh, a CIA hitman. I that's like just fascinating in itself. So. I definitely thought, yeah, it was worth, uh, you know, the movie right there. <laughs> I'm gonna have to if we, f- seek it out again because I, I don't remember much of it. I just remember kind of being bored, really. Um, maybe I was tired. I don't know. We'll have to do a rewatch on that one. Um, moving on, 2012. Um, Skyfall, directed by Sam Mendes, uh, Daniel Craig, James Bond's loyalty to M is tested when her past comes back to haunt her. When M when MI6 comes under attack, the 007 must track down and destroy the threat no matter how personal the costs. All right, this was really good. Beloved Adele, she, she did the, the theme song. Uh, Daniel Craig, Javier Bardem, Judy Dench, uh, Ralph Fiennes, uh, Naomi Harris. A, I'm not even going to try to how to pronounce her name, but that she's beautiful. Um, I rem- I loved it. I thought it was an awesome film. Uh, this was the first film, James Bond film, that uh, I took my son Kyle to see, and th- this is his James Bond because this is the, f- the movie he was introduced uh, to the character. Um, I remember it being really, really slow. Uh, this is the one when they were in that that uh, mansion, right? Out in the middle of nowhere in the snow. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it just like, I was into it, but I was kind of worried, like, I was hyping up uh, James Bond, like, oh, yeah, he's a spy and this and that. He gets into adventures and da-da-da. And, and Marky was with us, and he was, like, hyping up the, his James Bond, uh, Remington sure. Steele. Uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan, and he was hyping him up like, "Yeah, Golden Eye, this and the and all the other ones." Right. But and, and so Kyle was like, "All right, cool, let's go." And then I remember sitting there watching it, and I was like, "When is the excitement gonna start?" 
But when the movie was said and done, when it was over, I said, did you like it? He was like, yeah, that was pretty good. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I, and I was sitting there like, man, this, this ain't how I was yeah. hyped up to him. Like when, when I, my introduction, I'm, if you're new to the show, uh, welcome. Uh, the, <laughs> the only James Bond in my eyes, Ross, Sir Roger Moore, rest in peace, uh, Moonraker. And those movies are goofy as hell if you watch all the earlier ones. But um, I that was just uh, kill the bad guys, get the girl, and save the world. And that's pretty much what every every James Bond movie is. But this one, to me, I think out of the Daniel Craig ones, is probably my least favorite because it was just really slow. Yes. Um, but I did enjoy it. I do have the have it in my collection. But um, this one was kind of forgettable. I just remember them being like, okay, something happened. And I remember the fight at the end in the snow. Yep. Um, I'm with you on that. I remember there was a lot of hype around this, too. And I remember thinking the same thing, that uh, it felt rather slow, which is what impressed me so much about his last run, the most recent one, No Time to Die. I thought felt moved really well, um, especially compared to especially compared to Skyfall and Spectre. Um, I thought No Time to Die moved really well, so I really appreciated that about No Time to Die. But uh, I'm with you on uh, Skyfall. Some good stuff there, but definitely some. Uh, they really take their time with some scenes, and it's like, oh boy. <laughs> It was beautifully shot. The cinematography was awesome with all the wide shots that they were doing. But it was just like, come on, something happened. Right. Right. (laughs) Yep. I was mainly I mean, I was enjoying it. Like I said, I was mainly I wanted it. I wanted it to be his first James Bond film of how awesome. The, the excitement, the gadgets, the, 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 the fighting and the shooting and all that. But. It's there, but not throughout. But right, all right. This one, this one is everywhere too. It's on Epix, it's on Hulu, and it's on Paramount Plus. So Skyfall is everywhere. <laughs> all right, this next one, this one did win. Uh, I think I believe Best Picture and as well as Best Director. Uh, this is uh, Catherine Bigelow's Zero Dark Thirty. Yep. A chronicle of a decade-long hunt for the al-Qaeda terrorist leader Osama bin Laden after the September 1st attacks, uh, the September 2001 attacks and his death at the hands of the Navy SEALs Team 6 in May of 2011. Uh, Jessica Chastain, Joel Egerton, Mark Strong, Chris Pratt, Jason Clark, uh, Retta, Kit, whatever, um, Jennifer, someone... Kyle Chandler, uh, Harold, jeez, uh, I can't ever pronounce his last name. Um, he was the guy in the Matrix, the guy sitting in the chair <laughs> with, with the dreads. Um, been a bunch of other people. All right, I saw this movie once, and all I remember is when they when they got uh, Bin Laden. After that, I don't I don't remember much of this film. Do you? Uh, I just remember there's a lot of hype around this. Uh, they were really uh, uh, touting uh, Catherine Bigelow. They were talking uh, especially about the 
Academy Award implica- implications of this film. So uh, I think I watched it kind of with that, but then you know the real life story. So you're like, you're waiting for like those things to happen. Like uh, I, I knew it was big news about uh, they brought in like multiple copters and the one going down and stuff like that. So it was definitely a bit of like, you knew the real world story. So you were like waiting for certain things to happen. And like, I don't know, like to me, it was like, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I probably need to watch it again. I know the other movie that they were hyping up the hurt locker. Everyone was ranting and raving on how much that, how good that was. It was a good movie. It was just kind of boring to me. Um, yeah, not as good as the hype. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's she's made a lot of good movies. Uh, of course, Point Break, uh, Strange Days, um, Detroit. I thought that was a really awesome film. Uh, my favorite film of hers out of everything she's done, the 1987 uh, Near Dark. To me, that's her best film. That, that, that movie is fucking awesome. Um, if you guys haven't seen that, it's her, her vampire movie. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah, it's all, oh, dude. <laughs> all right. Uh, next uh, 31 days of Halloween, I'm, I'm going to make you watch that one because Near Dark, that movie's awesome. I love it. It stars the great uh, and late um, Bill Paxton. Uh, also stars um, What's Her Nuts? Um, uh, Lance Henriksen, Jeanette Goldstein, Joshua John Miller, the great Tim Thomason. Uh, Jenny Wright and uh, Adrian Pasdar. Uh, he was that one dude from Heroes, uh, a much younger version. Oh yeah. Um, a small town farmer's son uh, re- reluctantly joins a traveling group of vampires after he is bitten by a beautiful drifter. Oh my God, you're in for a treat when we get to this one next year because this movie is hella good. Um, it, it's it's an awesome. Film. It was like right after uh, Aliens. Uh, so. When uh, the, they were when they were making this, I think they kind of I want to say Catherine Bigelow was I want to say she was with uh, what's his name uh, James Cameron or friends with him. I, I don't know. There was some kind of cahoots going on, but um, I remember them going, "Hey, well, I got these guys. Why don't you just use them?" So that because they worked good together, so they they got them uh, right after Aliens, and they and they rolled into this. So, but yeah, Near Dark is is an awesome film. If you guys haven't seen it, I do not know if it is streaming anywhere, but uh, I do know it's out there. Uh, I have the Blu-ray, uh, and it's out of print, so uh, we'll uh, we'll figure out some way for you to to check it out by next year. Hopefully, uh, someone comes out with a special edition one, and if they does, I'll just give you the code. But um, Zero Dark Thirty, it, it's streaming on Stars. If you guys have it, um, I don't. Again, I don't remember much of this film. Uh, but what I do remember is it was shot beautifully with the the cinematography. I think with Catherine Bigelow and with whoever her cinematographer cinematographer is, uh, they did a really good good job. Because I did like how um, how they filmed uh, the Hurt Locker as well. And that one was cool. Uh, Jessica Chastain. I think that was the main thing that pulled me into the door to watch this film because I, I love her. She's beautiful. Uh, what was that movie? The gambling one she did. Um, you know what I'm talking about? 
uh, Molly's Game. Did you see that one? I did. Pretty good. I, pretty I, good. I like that one. Interstellar. I do not remember that movie. I remember not getting it, but uh, I'm going to have to <laughs> check that one again. That's uh, Nolan, right? Uh, right. Right. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to rewatch that one again because I... I remember everyone hyping it up to me, and I went and seen it, and it just went over my head. Uh, it's on Paramount Plus, uh, Interstellar. But Zero Dark Thirty, again, it is streaming on, what did I say, Stars? Yeah. Um, oh, wait a minute. What the hell is this? This is a little advertisement. Halloween Kills as an extended cut? Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, how much is it? It says bottom. I don't want to buy it. Can I rent it? Because <laughs> if I do, I want to. I want to see this. These damn ads are killing me. Uh, you have to buy. I don't want to buy it. How come I just can't rent it? I'm making it's you. Not buy on it. Uh, Peacock. <laughs> no, they 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 pulled it. Um, this is no, extended. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, it's not on there anymore. They they yanked it. That they throw the extended one on. Oh no, I the uh, it's not. I don't even think it's on Peacock anymore at all. Because I I want right. to say they pulled it. Yeah, the end of last month or this month. I I I don't remember. Because I remember I wanted to watch it again, and it wasn't there anymore yeah it's gone I don't want to buy it man <laughs> 20 bucks the blu-ray is getting ready to is getting ready to come out so I guess I gotta wait um hmm let me see if it is elsewhere um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, these damn uh, ads on, on IMDb. I know we're supposed to be talking about Zero Dark Thirty, but yeah, again, yeah, that movie. I, I don't, I don't remember uh, much of it. But uh, I'm gonna have to seek out this uh, extended cut because I don't even know um, how much longer it is. I think it was an hour and forty nine minutes. Um, I don't think the the first cut was that long because that one kind of flew by. So I don't know. But Zero Dark Thirty, again, if you have stars, it's uh, streaming on there. And, uh, yeah, um, I don't remember much of it. <sighs> no extended cut. Damn it. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm just going to have to wait then because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna buy it and then rebuy it when the steel book comes out. Right. Alrighty. Um. Yeah, that's the end of this list, and uh, that was a list for Collider.com. There was another list that uh, we'll have to tackle another time. But um, as of all the films, let me um run through them again. Uh, the Born trilogy. Yay. The Burn After Reading, I'm going to check that one out. Argo, awesome film. Spy Game, maybe need to rewatch that. Red Sparrow, hella good. 
Um, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. I'm not a fan. The Zisu is. Uh, Munich, I need to rewatch. Um, the Man from Uncle, I didn't care for it. Zisu did. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. You sold that one to me, so I'm going to have to uh, check. Did you say it was HBO that was on there? Yeah. Yes. All right, I'll have to check that one out. Uh, Mission Impossible 3, awesome film. Lust, Caution, we're going to have to seek that one out as well. Um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, I don't know if I'll ever watch that again. Skyfall, uh, of course, awesome film. I, I own it. Zero Dark Thirty, maybe I need to rewatch it again. Um, do I have stars? I do, so I'll have to check that one out. But that was the list. On a collider.com. And again, when I find these lists, this, then we just bring them to you guys and uh, we talk about them. I know the last one, uh, the heist one, my friend was like, oh man, you, you need to watch. I can't remember which one he said, but he was impressed that you pretty much seen all pretty much. movies. <laughs> and I told him, I said, that's his, his genre of films. He loves yeah. heist movies. I said, yeah. apparently you oh. don't listen. Apparently you don't listen to the show all the time when we're talking about these films. But uh, all right, everyone, that's gonna be it this episode. I gotta get Real out. Real quick, there. yeah, I uh, I threw on uh, the score that's on HBO. God, that film's good. I was I was texting you, recommending you jump on it. Uh, De Niro and uh, Norton. It was uh, Brando's last role too, directed by Frank Oz. Elegant. <laughs> The score? Um, who was that in again? Uh, De Niro. Yeah. Norton, okay. Yeah. Brando's last role. When you said De Niro, I was I was the fan with the De Niro and Wedley Snipes. <laughs> that right. poster, that poster popped in my head. <laughs> but no. uh, I'll, but I'll yeah. just check oh. out the score. You gotta watch the score. Oh, good. This uh, Lust Caution, I, I really want to check that one out. I'll have to search for it. But All right, everyone, that is going to be it this episode. Um, we are going to be coming at you uh, really soon with our uh, the book of Boba Fett. The first episode yep. already dropped. Um, we're not getting the next episode until next year. So <laughs> um, I said this to the Z, so whatever. Uh, of course, this, it, it, this, this series would be on our, our list, but it, it can't be. <laughs> on this year's list there's only one episode what if the rest of the episodes suck but i don't know we'll we'll see but definitely count it it's going to be on our list next year for 2022 but uh, uh we are going to talk about that episode spoilers and all uh there was one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way we'll get into that uh, when <laughs> we talk about it but other than that just it was awesome and couldn't believe what we got and uh, hopefully we uh, uh, just get a lot more. Was that six episodes they're doing? Yeah. All right. So six episodes. Well, we got a book of Boba Fett. And uh, you guys are going to watch it, and we're going to too. So we'll definitely uh, talk about it, and then we'll probably do a wrap-up show when the whole series is over with. Um, Hawkeye, we got to do that one. We're going we're gonna to talk about it on the yep. next episode. That's over with, right? Yep, it's complete. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm like a few episodes behind. So we'll talk about that and everything else we got. Uh, we do got our our best of 2021's uh, shows coming. I think we got like four different yep. shows for that. Right. Um, so, 
yeah, get ready for all of those. Uh, we still got a couple more days of. Um, we're recording this right on the 29th, so take, we got two more days of uh, 2021. So, um, yeah, so I'm trying to I'm trying to finish up this uh, TV show that, that I'm watching that everyone's been bitching to me about, saying I need to watch it. Um, and uh, I already watched that. Um, <laughs> I, I know that's not that old thing. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll tell you what's not on my list is that um, one one show that me and Mike did for 31 Days of Horror. Um, the one when they're on the island. The, yeah, Black Mass or Midnight Mass or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, not on my list. But anyway. Uh, Cobra Kai Season 4 drops tomorrow at midnight. And uh, I'm going to zip through that, that, that whole season. So um, uh, just just put it down on my list, everyone. Cobra Kai season four is going to be on there because I cannot wait uh, for that, and uh, that's coming in at the very very last second because January first of twenty twenty one, we got season three of Cobra Kai. I went through all that uh, that first night, and I'm going to go through it uh, tomorrow night uh, with season four. So uh, you know damn well that's going to be on my list. So Cobra Kai gets two spots. Uh, on my on my top ten list of uh, 2021 uh, TV, so we don't know exactly where, but guarantee it, it's taking up two spots. So, but with that, everyone just uh, be safe out there, and uh, don't mean to bring the show down right now. Uh, it was just something that happened yesterday that I, that I seen. Um, but we always say this: be be safe out there, especially everyone that's. Uh, in in the areas where it's snowing, I saw a horrific accident yesterday. I didn't I didn't see the accident happen, but I saw the aftermath, and uh, two people lost their lives in it. And just be careful out there. These roads are slippery, uh, be it snow, ice, black ice, whatever, or even rain. Rain can be uh, just as slippery. Just really, really be careful, and take it slow. It, it, there's no need to rush to where you need to go, especially the, how these roads are. Um, in the Zisu's area, area, it's really rainy, so you've got to be cautious yeah. out there. But where I'm at, uh, it's we got hit hard this year with snow, so it's 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 really really slippery out there. And be safe. I want all you guys to just keep listening to us and and um, just be safe out there. My heart goes out to the families uh, of the people that that passed. In, in the accident, as well as the other driver, um, I'm sure it's it's gonna be rough for him as well. Um, but yeah, it, it was it, it, it was it was bad, everyone. But just be safe out there, please. Um, I saw a lot of flipped cars out in the snow. Just because you have four wheel four wheel doesn't mean you can haul ass down the road. I seen a lot of you big. Uh, four wheelers out there flipped over on the side of the road. I have four wheel too, but I, I take it slow because uh, I don't want to flip over. Um, right. And I've seen a lot of just regular cars just spun out uh, out on the side in, in the in the snow banks. Just take it slow. Well, there, there's no need to rush. If we're late for work, we're late for work. But I'd rather be late to work than have my car banged up on the side of the road or flipped over or something. But just exactly. just be safe. Be safe out there, everyone. So um yeah come back a uh, couple days uh we're going to start recording these shows and uh putting them out yep. 
uh, probably the first, <laughs> maybe the second week of January. So uh, they're coming, everyone. We just got to sit down and do them. So until then, everyone, just be safe out there again, please. And uh, we love you all. Come back later and we'll talk to you then. So until then, party on. Yep. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, you society. Oh, shout out to my girl, Bob. I love you. Happy birthday. Shout out. <laughs>